up, guys? Welcome back to the AOT Chronicles and Attack on Titan podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. And it's your boy, Chad. And today, we will be covering Season 1, Episode 19, Fight, the 57th Exterior Scouting Mission, Part 3. Or, Bite. Yeah. I can't wait to get to Season 2. Spoiler spoiler alert, these uh, episode names get so much easier to deal with. Yeah. So I don't have to say the 57th Exterior Scouting Mission Part 3. Anyway, let's uh, let's get into this thing. So last time we left off, Levi just fired an acoustic shell and deafened everyone that was behind him. But in He his said def- cover your yeah, ears. In his defense, he did say cover your ears and no one decided to listen to him. Probably because they were caught off guard that he said something, considering he had been quiet for the past (laughs) ten minutes. But they're still being chased by the female Titan, and he reminds the squad that their only goal is to keep Aaron alive. This leaves Aaron surprised, as he was under the impression that they were just keeping watch on him. Yeah, he was like, don't even let him have a single scratch on him. So he doesn't... Aaron had no clue that... Their main goal was to actually not let Aaron get injured. He didn't pick up on the fact that he was in the rear of the middle of this entire formation and Levi, the best scout leader, was watching him. He just he doesn't slow down like Armin to pick the uh, pieces of the puzzle up right. and figure it all out. If you don't remember from last episode, Krista, or not Krista, Petra asked like seven times if she could switch to ODM gears and Levi never answered. Well, he answers here, and he tells him, just keep going on horse. (laughs) More reinforcements arrive, and it's just more of the same from last episode. These guys are just getting smashed against trees, stomped on the ground. They just don't have a shot against this female titan. Yeah, I mean, it's just, at this point, if I saw this happening to the people that swung in before me, I don't know if I would want to defend them. Yeah, especially the bad part is, it's like, She's not even having to slow down to deal with these things at all. It's like she just keeps up the same pace. So even if these guys on paper were sacrificing their lives to help save Aaron, it doesn't feel that way because she just keeps going in one. Which way would you want to die from her? Um, Well, definitely not the tilt-a-whirly world (laughs) from last episode. I'm thinking... I'm thinking just to either get stepped on as full force or... Yeah, that would be... Yeah, that'd probably or just be the smash, way smashed go, right? into a tree. Yeah, if she just smashed you into a tree as hard as she can, you're gonna die instantly. Yeah, definitely quickest way possible. So then we get something that we haven't heard in a while, and it's a good recap. So Aaron wants to kill all the Titans, all of them. Yeah, every single one of them. We you know reflect on that for a moment, and he's growing very impatient and is saying that if the Levi squad can't defeat the female Titan. Who can? And Wizard Elgin isn't hearing any of it. He's basically telling him to just shut up. Aaron keeps whining yeah. about helping these guys who are just dying left and right. But Patrick tells him to obey Levi's orders, just like she's doing. Once again, she wanted to be on those ODM in the trees, and she just keeps riding her horse. And as badass as Levi is, like, why would you even want to not obey his orders? Like, Aaron asked... So I'm just supposed to abandon my comrades and act as if there aren't people dying right behind me? Hey, buddy, 
What have the survey corps been doing for the past 57 expeditions? <laughs> and Petra says, yes, that's exactly right. And then she probably wanted to add, shut up. Bitch. And so then Double Stuffed Oreo tells him that he is still wet behind the ears, which what exactly does that mean? Do you know where that expression comes from? Uh, no. I was hoping you would know. I have no idea. Never heard it. I feel like I don't even want to take a guess because I feel like whatever I'm thinking is gross. I was thinking something with like horses licking your ears. I don't know why, but that's the first thing that came to mind. Well, that just feels like it can't, it doesn't have a chance of being right. Well, it's probably not, but I don't know. It's the first thing that popped up. I was thinking, like, birth, but you were thinking horse-licking ears. Okay. Um, We're not... I guess we don't care enough to look it up, but we do care enough to check our email at thepodcastchronicles at gmail.com. So if you know or you do Google it, let us know, because we... And we'll Venmo you. We won't... God, Chad, you got to stop with this whole Venmo thing. We're going to shout them out on the podcast. Oh, okay, yeah. We'll Venmo you on the podcast. All these orders seems to be going in one ear and right out the other to Aaron because it's at that moment he realizes that he does not need to depend on the squad because he can turn into a titan. Whenever. Isn't it amazing that he just forgot that? He's just now thinking, oh, wait. Yeah. Just as he's about to bite his hand, which, as we covered a few episodes ago, is the only real thing he knows about becoming a titan. He just knows he bites his hand sometimes, and he gets really big. Petra tells him to cool it, and to not do it unless his life is in danger, which, to be fair, I don't know what you would consider your life being in danger, Petra. Yes, after seeing what just happened behind them, um, I think they're in danger. <laughs> That's like... You gotta find the right moment, and but you can't wait so long for the right moment. You gotta make a right moment. <laughs> yep, which Levi kind of mentions here in a second. Yeah, that's the interesting thing. Levi states Aaron is not wrong, and he should do it if he wants to, knowing that nothing can stop him because he's a crazy monster that no one can control. And just then we get a clip of past Aaron looking like a certifiably madman as he says he wants to slaughter all the titans. Which we haven't heard him say before. Well, actually, yeah, we have, sorry. Once or twice. Once or twice. Just once or twice. Levi then presents Aaron with a choice. Either trust the squad and keep going, or believe in himself and fight. At this moment, right then, what are you thinking? As a watcher, put yourself in Aaron's shoes. What like what decision would I make? Yeah, or well, just like those, as you were watching, what did you think? Like oh those yeah, words trust are heavy. Them or... Those words are heavy. I well, first off, before that, him calling Aaron a monster, he's completely right. Nobody's gonna hold that man down if he wants to be free and if he wants to kill something, he's gonna do it. Yeah, nothing's really gonna change his mind. But in that moment, if I'm Aaron, with Levi, the way Levi said it, I would probably trust my squad mates just because I feel like Levi said it so calmly. You feel like that's what Levi's trying to sway him to do? He's Yeah. He's trying to sway him to do it, but if you ask Levi if that's what he was trying to do, he would say he wasn't trying to do that. See, that's interesting because I guess part of me actually felt like he kind of wanted Aaron to do it. Okay. Like, you know, he's right. I'm assuming, you know, he's got a plan from Irwin. And he's trying to follow that plan, but he's also might yeah. be questioning it himself. And he's thinking, you know, 
I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to follow orders for sure. But if Aaron happens to not follow orders and does his own thing, that honestly might be the only way we get out of this because she's like right behind them. Mm -hmm. And that's another interesting thing. I know we got people asking us about the OVAs. We have seen No Regrets OVA. Right. The scenes from that, it really shows, Levi's words here really brings back to that episode. Yeah. Talking about his two, his two friends he said he never really knew what the right decision was because he, they all ended up dying and he lived. Right. Which isn't, I mean, that's not too much of a spoiler even no. if, because we even get that information from when Petra was talking to Aaron as Levi went to go check to see if Aaron could clean up. Basically saying, you know, Erwin was the only one that Levi ever stopped and listened to, really. Mm-hmm. So I just think that's interesting because... I definitely think you could interpret what Levi says here in a couple different ways. Yeah, for sure. But that, I mean, yeah. He's always so chill, and then it kind of comes off as he's being a sarcastic bitch, but I don't know. He goes on to state that nobody knows what one's choice will cause, so Aaron should pick the one he thinks is right. He, being Aaron, goes to bite himself again, but Petra begs Aaron to have faith in them which makes him think about the past month or so with the Levi squad. So that's interesting, too, because that, I mean, Aaron made this choice. So he wasn't, you know, based off what Levi said, he was going with himself. Yep. But it was Petra that kind of stopped that's, him and yeah. made him rethink. So hold on, we go to a flashback, and we're going to be there for a while. Levi tells Aaron that he found a way to stop Aaron in his Titan form without killing him. And the good news is that he only has to cut off all four of his limbs in the process. <laughs> it's no big deal. That's, Just four of them. That's great news. <laughs> Levi says that any injured parts would grow back like a lizard. Probably. And then, he, and then what does he say? He's like, More than likely. <laughs> More than likely. Oh, yeah. Uh, Levi does not like lizards. No. Which I don't either. I don't know if Levi really likes any type of animal or anything. I don't even know if he likes horses. He rides horses. Well, we're still up for debate. I still think that a couple episodes ago, that was he was letting a horse lick his hand. Okay. I haven't got any feedback from that, but please email. I swear us. to God, it looks like Levi. Uh, and when Aaron starts to complain about how this seems unfairly dangerous. Levi brings up the fact that it's just as much danger that the other soldiers are putting themselves in. Being being around a guy who has successfully turned into a titan two and a half times, and one of those times tried to uppercut his girlfriend. Well, I mean, she kind of had it coming, but I see what you're saying. I mean, she definitely had it coming, but the point still stands. Hanji has been playing with herself in the corner at the idea of getting an approval to do experiments with Aaron. That's how, I mean, we know how she operates. She is uh, a hot mess down there. She takes Aaron to a dried out well, since in theory that may be able to hold him down if he loses control in Titan form. Pretty good idea. Mm -hmm. She gives him the signal to proceed with the experiment, but Aaron can't get it up. Which is a great segue into our sponsor's read for this episode. The AOT Chronicles is sponsored by Tiagra. Don't you hate when you're in the mood to slaughter all the titans, but you just can't seem to be able to enhance yourself? Try Tiagra. If in titan form for more than three hours, please contact Mikasa. 
or Armin. Use promo code AOT Chronicles at checkout. <laughs> Tell them Ronnie and Chad sent you. No, but in all seriousness, <laughs> nothing happens. He tries to bite himself. He stays, you know, Aaron form. And Hanji and Levi has find like out. thirty bite marks on yeah. each hand. Yeah, he just keeps trying to bite himself. Uh, Levi find out that despite, like I said, repeatedly biting himself, Aaron was unable to transform. Later on, Levi walks up to Aaron, whose hands have yet to start to heal, and almost—it's almost like he's not a lizard. Because his hands have not recovered whatsoever. He tells Aaron that this whole thing is really going to mess up their plans to retake Walmaria. And he tells Aaron, figure your shit out. Yeah, I mean, he's right. Good piece of advice. Figure it out, bud. The rest of the squad seems to be chill with all of this because for some reason there are only like four people who realize that humanity's only hope pretty much depends on having one of these titans of their own. People still have it. even. And let me tell you, that is not one of those people. Is not Captain Warryman. No, Captain Warryman, wherever he's at, is or, still. Sorry, I think he's Commander Warryman, but still, or is he Captain? No, I think he should just be. Or he is Captain, yeah. Yeah. Well, command. Although, can he be? Is he I don't know. Commander How does that work? Because he's, he's not a. Yeah, he might be a Commander of the Garrison. I think he is Commander of the Garrison. I think he's a Captain. No, Pixis is Commander of the Garrison. Yes. He's Captain Wow. Warriman. Good thank God you saved us there. We would have looked like Whoa. morons. Good thing we've never done something like that before. Yeah. Captain Worryman. But I still just don't understand. Even after what happened, you know, Aaron putting a rock in the wall, we still don't realize how important it is to have one of these Titans our own. Because they're just so terrified of Titans, man. These people have seen Titans, and it's still like Levi, Hanji, and Erwin are like the only ones who know what's in... I guess Armin's probably figured it out, and he's just keeping it to himself. They keep talking about how Aaron is more human than they thought, which leads him to thinking to himself, Wow, is it really okay that I can't turn into a Titan? Hey, buddy. Remember talking to Levi like five minutes ago? Did he make it seem like it was okay to not be able to turn into a Titan? This poor kid, man. He's 15. He is going through so much within the past, well, within especially the past couple months, but the past five years in general. Like, his I mean, mind, he just does not know what to think. Is he just like sleepwalking through life? <laughs> Literally five minutes ago, Levi was like, this is going to mess up everything. Figure this shit out. And then he went over and sat with, quote-unquote, his new friends. And they were like, hey, you're more human than we thought. Good for you. And he's like, I guess it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's like you were saying, though. They don't understand that this is really their only chance for survival. And they're all happy that he can't turn tight. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, thank God. So as he's thinking about all this, um, something about his damaged hands have, have given him some sort of chronic twitch. Because he picks up a spoon and just spazzes out and throws it off the table. It's not like something hurt and he dropped it. He just, something yeah. makes him just sling this thing. He's probably thinking about Hanji, what she was going to do to him. And as he reaches to pick it up, boom. He tightens out at like 25%. Okay, so this, we've seen this before when he saved Armin and Mikasa with the cannonball. And he just became the 50 percent skeletor or whatever mm -hmm. i mean we're gonna get more into it in a second but it's so it just feels like 
I mean, do you have any thoughts on why he only became like that partly skeleton version of? I think well, they, Hanji kind of touches up on it later, but what I think is it was almost like all he was thinking about was grabbing when he went to pick up the spoon. He was just thinking about his right arm, and that's why it's and that's right. pretty much only his right arm. He armed it, but to me that still seems confusing because he was like full size, like 15 meter but skeleton just, titan. Yeah. But, and there were like flowers inside. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. It looked really cool. That part was just still kind of weird, but I, I understand the whole... Hanji's whole thought process and how that works. So he transformed, and the rest of the squad is real tired of this whole charade. So they're facing him just pissed off. Levi tells everyone to calm down, and we get our first calling card, which is about the smoke signals or flares. Basically, you know, they're loaded with one shell at a time, and once fired, it can be reloaded. Cool. And then we kind of covered this as we were going through the last few episodes. But each color, you know, it conveys a different message. Red smoke, tight spotted. Green, new course direction. Black, abnormal spotted. And then um, there was even purple. What was purple? It was like a last Purple was like emergency. Yeah, like SOS basically. Mm Mm-hmm. Hanji comes out of the woods after hearing the sound of Aaron transforming and is thrilled to see his titan's ribcage laying in the middle of the field. She filled up the well, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) She was so excited. Uh, It was interesting because Levi told the rest of the squad to stand down, but they are so freaked out slash pissed that they pretty much ignore his orders. They, They stay right on top of him. They just keep questioning and threatening to kill him. So, I mean, what do you make of that? Them basically defying his orders. Yeah, I mean, they really he really had to hold them back for, to stop them. They were not happy at all. I, I guess it just comes to the fact that they've been fighting Titans for so long and they've killed so many that even though Aaron's kind of on their side, like just seeing a Titan just pisses them off. Yes, but at the same time, it's almost like they've got a problem with this Titan being one of them. Because, I mean, just take this episode, for example. They've got a female titan sprinting full speed right behind them, and every single one of them is staying right on their horses because Levi told them to. And in this instance, when Aaron is 95% Aaron and 5% titan ribcage arm, they're freaking out. Kind of weird. It is kind of weird. Maybe they just don't like Aaron. Him being a 15-year-old, like, shithead, they just... That's another reason. He certainly is that. (laughs) Uh, Hanji, of course, is extremely happy and wants to touch Aaron's transformed arm, which is burning up. But you, baby. I actually had that in my notes. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to do it. You you went there, and that's what makes us such there. a great team, Chaz. Good work. Aaron then removes his arm from his Titan body, causing the Titan form to evaporate. Hanji panics over losing her samples. She notices that the Titan's hand is holding the teaspoon. So, you know, Aaron, mission achieved, I suppose. Just a little bit extra. Don't know why it took a whole ass Titan arm to pick that up, but okay. Weird flex, but okay. (laughs) Later that night, Aaron talks to Levi about the rest of the squad. He was just surprised to see how little they trusted him. (laughs) 
<laughs> Levi states that he chose them to be part of the squad exactly because they do not trust Aaron. Respect. So, respect. Which way do you think is a, a better form of choosing squad slash leaders? Pixis with alcohol taste or Levi with how little they trust other squad mates? Uh, I still have to go with Pixis. There's nothing that beats that. <laughs> that certainly seems like a foolproof way. He also claims that it's common belief that the first time you come back alive makes you a bona fide scout, given the percentage okay. rates that make sense. Yeah. But, but it, it, of it course, almost, come back alive, meaning you go on a mission, you come back safe. It's almost as if, though, you almost, you have to get lucky on where you're placed as well, though. Yeah, especially in this last mission, that's certainly part of it, because... Because no matter how skilled you are outside of Levi, Mikasa, and maybe one or two others, like, you're pretty much dead, no matter what, against right. the female type. it doesn't matter how good you are, yeah. you're just gonna be outperformed. The two are then called by Hanji, who is asked by Levi if she was taking a long crap. <laughs> Gross, Levi. <laughs> Levi will shock you sometimes. You he think does. he's one way, and then he'll just say something else. I she, love it. <laughs> she responds that it was a pleasant one, and I'm trying to figure out how we got into this conversation. Let's move on. <laughs> she shows them... Uh, the teaspoon that Aaron's Titan had held and concludes that in order to transform, Aaron must have a clear goal in mind, just like he's always had each time he's previously transformed. Makes sense, because you know, the first time he was in Titan blood, stomach acid, and ripped out of that. And then we got, obviously, saving Armin and Mikasa. Mm -hmm. And then the final one to move the boulder, and then I guess if you count the spoon... That's the less intense version of all those other ones. <laughs> That's like all of it, right? About three, yeah. So pretty much three times total if you, the half and the quarter, close to three times. Yeah, with the whole arm thing, I'm counting it as 2.53. Okay. I'm not impressed by this whole teaspoon ordeal. It also might be important to note that the spoon was not damaged in any way or warped by the heat of Aaron's Titan hand, which... That's really interesting, actually. Yeah, that's crazy to because think about. Hanji just touched his arm, and she freaked out. But yet, the thing that he's thinking about and touching is fine. Hearing this, the rest of the squad realizes that Aaron had transformed accidentally and starts nodding at one another, which somehow alerts all of them to start biting their own hands. Have they, have they talked about they doing this? They definitely had to talk about this. They're like, you know what? It's time. <laughs> Remember what we said? It's time. Like, if we ever falsely accuse this guy that we don't trust to begin with, and it turns out he's right, just start gnawing on your hands. <laughs> I mean, they were all on the same page. Petra then asked Aaron to trust them as we cut back to the forest, and, you know, because remember, that's where we were at the start of this whole thing. Well, how about this transition from flashback to present time? It how, was really cool. Yeah. I, I thought they did it perfect. The way the music was set up and going right into Aaron and uh, Petra's conversation was just right perfect. Levi yells out at Aaron that he is taking too long to decide, almost like 15 minutes too long. Mm-hmm. He didn't say that part, but just based off episode time, I'm thinking that's how long he took to decide... And he decides to keep along with the squad. Of course he yells it because he's so extra. 
He couldn't just say, yeah, I trust you guys. He'd be like, Wakanda! That's my Aaron impression. What did you think okay. about it? Did you like it? It sounded just like him. And then it was that, you said, I'm going to slur all the Titans, right? That's it? Yeah. That's, that's my Aaron. Um, you know, tale as old as time, more soldiers are being ripped apart as the feet... Page turn! <laughs> more soldiers are being ripped apart as the female Titan begins to speed up. Just as she is about to catch up, they reach the location of the other soldiers. Erwin gives a signal to fire hundreds of grappling hooks at the Titan, trapping her. This is a great payoff moment once, because... But well, hold on, hold, here's Erwin. You want, here's my Erwin impression. Oh. What the? Which means fire in Japanese. You got a great Erwin. I've got a great Aaron. We've, okay. So what... Do you remember the first time through what you thought the plan was were you expecting this no i i honestly i knew obviously i knew commander Irwin was up to something because that they've kind of insinuated that this whole time yeah. but i didn't think that what i thought is they would somehow like i guess flank home or something flank the female titan with odm gear i didn't think that they would yeah that that's that. the cool i guess initially you're thinking oh they're trying to set up some sort of trap to kill it and then it stretches out so long that I'd kind of forgot about Erwin in the first place. I'd, but the real doozy is when not only do they grapple hook her, but then you realize, oh, they're trying to take her hostage. Mm-hmm. That's the really cool part about the scouts that I feel like. Yeah, I, I definitely was not thinking that. I was thinking, you got to kill her. But it's so much more genius to do to do it this way, you know. And I mean, if you think about it, you should know it because that's the whole point of the scouts is to find out more about like they're not just going out there mm-hmm. to try and pick off a titan or two at a time. They're trying to learn more in the grand scheme of things. So I just thought that was super well done. Uh, the squad continues on horses, but Levi leaves having Eld to lead the squad. So Eld, second in command. Okay. It's because he's a wizard. I don't know if that's the right choice, though. Levi says nothing about Eld's preference in liquor, so how can we truly know whether or not he's up to the task of leading the squad? Well, it's a good thing you didn't say that, because remember what happened to Ian when he took command? Yeah, I do. <laughs> the uh, The rest of the squad bragged to Aaron because they are feeling themselves right now. They're thinking that it was all just part of the plan. You know, they're... Yeah, bitch, what do you think of that? You trying to turn into a side? We had it taken care of all along. <laughs> Levi meets up with Erwin, who is impressed that they were able to lead the Titan into the trap. But Levi states that it's thanks to the soldiers in the rear guard who sacrificed themselves. I, I like how he gives tribute to that. Yeah, whether or not it's true or not, because I still stand by my initial uh, take. That it didn't that, really slow her down. <laughs> that she wasn't slowing down at all. She was just operating on max level and just killing and running at the same time. Maybe they slowed her down by so many milliseconds that it was just enough. That's true. And to end it off, both of them watch the female Titan as they claim that they can't wait to see who is inside. Mm Mm-hmm. So what do you... I wanted to ask you this. What did you think about Commander Irwin not telling anybody this plan the whole entire time? Do you think that was... I mean, it worked, but do you think he could have at least told a couple people, or do you think it had to be done this way? So this is actually interesting to think about. 
how we can uh, they go into it a little bit in future episodes so we will talk about this in a non-spoiler way but other than the people that was right with Erwin who he clearly did tell them the plan because they had all the grappling hooks set up how would he have really gotten the word out to anyone else that's true he it would have been tough because the way you know it's portrayed is this female titan just came up on them out of nowhere and he kind of had to make a last but was, second but levi also knew to take them to this specific spot yeah and he might have possibly been expecting something like this we don't really know because erwin in his mind yeah. he just it's once once again one of those things that we can't really touch yeah. on but it, it's kind of explained later on um so we'll leave that at that that's the last part of the episode really exciting i don't know what i was feeling at this point the first time through i was a lot of emotions were going through my head i couldn't wait to see who was inside i couldn't believe that they were trying to take this thing hostage i was laughing at aaron of course because that's just what you do at this point what about you yeah i was the same way pretty sure i binged the next like three episodes pretty hard it would be hard not to mm-hmm. um but with that being said uh we still don't have any news on when you know the season four might take place so we're just gonna keep trucking along here knocking these episodes out one episode closer to finishing season one you got some feedback hit us up the podcast chronicles at gmail.com smash that sub button give us a thumbs up Tell your parents about us, whoever wants to listen. Yep, I know all those parents are out there watching Attack on Titan. If they're not, make them watch it because it's a show for everybody. It is. It's a nice, friendly, heartwarming show. Uh, When I see the statistics of who's watching our podcast, shout out to those 42 uh, through 50-year-old female listeners we have. Please send something to uh, us, specifically Chaz. You fall into right into his demographic. And well, I am 45. But I know people <laughs> think it's weird that you're 45 and I'm 16, but that's just it works. It, it works perfect. You guys are real. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace. Peace.